Hello, and welcome to the Southern Surf Stompcast, where we feature the best surf, instro, and beyond that the South has to offer. I'm your host, Chad Shivers. On today's episode, we'll hear my interview with Jimmy King of North Carolina's Aqualads. But first, we've got a special treat for you. This is the latest single from one of my favorite groups, Crazy Aces, and it's called Stompin', in honor of the Southern Surf Stomp. It also features a little guitar work from yours truly. So without further ado, here's Crazy Aces with Stomp.
You just heard Petrina from the Sandblasters, and that's from their latest release, which is a 78-song anthology called Defenders of the Twin. Before that, the Ho Daddies with Capsize from their latest Hot Rods and Surf, and we started that set off with Crazy Aces and Stop It. Up next, we'll hear the Dead Barons with Death in the Afternoon. But first, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. For 50 years of surf music and instrumental rock, check out The Longboard Show on the radio, Tuesday nights at 9 on WREK Atlanta 91.1 FM, or via webcast, wrek.org slash longboards.
That was Boardwalker by the Boss Jaguars. Prior to that, the Thunder Chiefs with Cry of the Thunder Chiefs. And we started off with the Dead Barons with Death in the Afternoon. All three of those bands from Texas. Up next, my interview with Jimmy King. Hey, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Chad. Thanks for having me. Of course. So who are the Aqualads and what does everyone play? Uh, I'm Jimmy. I play guitar. Uh, Greg Walsh, he plays guitar. Uh, Austin Granger is our new bass player. Well, he's not really new. He's been in for about a year and a half. And Daryl Lessery, our long-term drummer. Excellent. And how did you guys get your start? Oh, man. That's a long time ago. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, we just got together to play instrumental songs. I mean, obviously, the Pulp Fiction thing was was big for us at that time. It was around 96 and... um, 95 96 we played our first show in 96 um but we you know we we, we had we had heard all that music before but that was such a, a onslaught of it that uh we thought it was really cool and so we searched out more and more and more i had been playing in a rockabilly band you know we did sleepwalk and things like that but uh without having a red, readily available singer just to jam we, we started playing surf, surf tunes and right, right about that time you know the, that third wave popped off and we did that Safari USA tour with the Space Cossacks, and I mean, it was that that thing was um, a little different. Uh, every city it went, I think it kind of fell apart due to finance, financial problems, whatever. And then it just said, you know, it, it was big in Charlotte, where we're from, Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and uh, we we played and just had a good following. Started doing records, and it, you know, we've had our peaks and valleys, obviously, but uh, it's it's been a fun fun ride, that's for sure. You guys have a more of a traditional sound to me. Uh, mm-hmm. What are what are some of your influences? Are they mainly from the first wave? Totally, a hundred percent. And I, and that's a blessing and a curse for us. I mean, we have we have tried to branch out a little bit, but I don't. The traditional is where I've always wanted to be. Uh, when you, when you say surf band, obviously, I'm sure you know Chad. People are like, oh, the Beach Boys, and it's no, it's not the Beach Boys. Like, and I say, oh, it's you know, Pulp Fiction, Dick Dale, and then people go, oh, I got it, you know. I, I do consider us a surf band more than an instrumental band, but... Um, well, you do delve I, into just, those other territories. Like, on the last record, you have Atlanticus, which is more of that, you know, kind of European Atlantis. intro sound. Exactly. But I, I consider that traditional as well, you know what I mean? Agreed, uh, yeah. So, so we, we've just tried to keep it. And as I, when I say it's a curse, it's because we kind of do pigeonhole ourselves. But, you know, we're, for crying out loud, we're a surf band, so play surf music. So you mentioned you got together in 1996, so next year will be your 20th anniversary. It's hard to believe, but yeah, it will be. How, how does that feel? And and more importantly, how do you make a surf band last for 20 years? I mean, you take breaks. That's the only way you can do it. I mean, we've gone through, you know, I, I just recently got married last year. and We've gone through, thank you so much, we've gone through several marriages in this group. <laughs> uh, we've, uh, you know, members have kids that have are now grown wow since we since we started i mean when we started greg had just had his first baby and she's you know going to college so it's it's interesting but you know it doesn't feel like it's been 20 years because it's gone fast and and again you have to take breaks we usually lay down during the winter a lot of times and, and, and write because our peak time to play is the summer yeah i think that goes for most surf bands too mm-hmm in those 20 years that you guys have been together, how do you feel like the genre has changed? I mean, I've seen it come. I've seen it go. I've seen it come. I've seen it go. I've seen it come. I've seen it go. I think right now, I mean, Charlotte, we, we, we've had a monopoly on Charlotte. You know, no BS for 20 years. I mean, there's been a couple of little surf bands that have come and gone, but we've had a monopoly here. Uh, we still draw good crowds and when we do play. Uh, but I'm very selective of where we play and when we play. But I think right now, I mean, you, you tell me, I think a year and a half, two years ago, it just really, really exploded. And um, I mean, from what I understand, you, you're seeing in Atlanta is just out of control with the surge and you guys and there's so much stuff that you're doing down there. Uh, so I'm really interested to, to, to come down there uh, next month or this next month. Yeah, this month. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's surprising. It's shocking at how. Uh... Well, it was good before. We're just we're all brainstorming on ways to make it better, and it's gotten better. 
You know? Well, you know, with all, with all the publicity, and I, I do think people, certain people are into real music, you know, because there's so much fake music. I mean, nothing's really fake, but there's so much uh, processed and made for radio music. The people like real stuff, and with a Fender guitar through a Showman amp, they, nothing sounds like that, you know what I mean? Oh, I know. <laughs> yep. You mentioned the uh, playing a Fender guitar through a Showman. You have quite the collection yourself. What are some of your yeah. favorite pieces, or h- how did you get into collecting? I, I really, I'm not a collector. Everything I use, I, I mean, everything I have, I, I play. Sometimes I have to yell at Greg if he puts a, you know, drink on my Showman, but I realize <laughs> it's going to be drinks on my Showman, so right. uh, it's not a big big deal. But um, lately, I just I recently just got a 1960 Vibrasonic and. It's just blowing me away. Oh man, I'd I'd love to see that. Any other like select pieces that you're uh, really into? I, only, I have two guitars. I have a um, a '65 Jaguar and a '60 Jazzmaster, and they've both been like repainted, and I, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've had to do work on all the all the old stuff's been monkeyed with for fifty years, so there's there's no, you, you, I'm not going to pay ten thousand dollars for a museum piece right. because I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't use it. Sure. I, I get everything gets played and everything gets abused, you know. Right. And the, the fenders don't let me down. I mean, I've never had a problem with them. When you first started the band, I believe you played guitar, and then later on you switched to bass, and now you're back mm-hmm. at guitar. How has that transition Correct. been for you? Oh, when I started playing music, I was a bass player, and and um, I was doing more intricate things on it. So I said, well, might as well pick up guitar. Did that, and the. Again, it goes back to that Fender sound. The moment you twang a, a guitar with the reverb tank and a loud amp, there's nothing make, there's nothing like that. So I really got into it, and um, I had opened a uh, – so I did the first two records playing guitar, and uh, Jeremy came in, and um, he really – he wanted to play guitar as well. So I said, hey, no problem. Let's maybe play bass for a little while. We wrote some good so, – several good records with that lineup, and then when uh, he decided to pursue some other stuff, I um, – just went back, went, naturally just went back. I mean, I, I, I went through, I tried to, I didn't put any ads up, but I talked to several guys. I, might, I don't know if I even talked to you about wanting to come in, but um, I was able to find a bass player, and, it, and, he, and he's a great guy, and it just fit. Perfect, perfect. And uh, the new lineup's been out, working out well? Pretty good, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it takes time, you know, when you work with people for 17 years, yeah. you know, 16 years, there's definitely a transition. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but uh, right now we're, you know, we're having fun. We just, we did go in the studio uh, in January and got half the record done, half our new record done, but uh, we want to go back in and, and fix those up a little bit and uh, then go in and record the rest. But honestly, Chad, I'm not in a hurry because I'm, I am kind of waiting to coincide with the 20th year next year so right. we'll probably, I probably won't drop that record till next year right that makes sense let's listen to a couple of tunes off treasures let's hear El Baracho sounds good
let's listen to Reef Rider now. Awesome. guys on Instra Summit this year? Yeah, as uh, from what Crispy tells me, I saw the basic lineup. I think we are we're at ten thirty. You guys are at eleven thirty on Friday. Yeah, and for yeah, our, you know, for I our think listeners, he... I think most of our listeners know, but that's the world's largest instrumental music festival in uh, this year in Carbro, North Carolina. I believe at Cat's Cradle. Does that sound right? That is right. Yeah, and that's always a good time. So, so, so and, you know, I really do think that that's gotten bigger and bigger each year. Uh, you know, as you're saying, what's what's keeping that thing go? I think Crispy's a, a major figure in this genre for doing that every year. You know, we went out to, to um, on the East Coast anyway. I mean, it's, it's the biggest instrumental surf slash surf stuff on the in the world. I think he's saying this year. Uh, but we went out to what two years ago to California to play the surf guitar one-on-one thing and that was just crazy dude did you go on that yeah 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 we were, we played a, you, a bunch of shows together actually yeah that's right i did yeah i didn't know the, i forgot uh, if you were there yeah yeah we played the uh the barkley and the tin can um and then of course the the convention shows well uh you now that you bring that up what was your experience like out in california that was wonderful i mean we had a great time and um you guys were great yeah, and I think we did some great shows together. We've played, we've played together quite a bit, oh, you, hell you guys yeah. and us. Yeah, yeah. I hope, I'd like to do some more in the future. I'd like to get you guys back up here. For sure. Yeah, of course. We're always down to do stuff, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of the other groups you've played with. There's some other memorable shows. You guys have played with uh, Dick Dale, Link Ray, Agent Orange, Southern Culture on the Skids, Unknown Henson, uh, Belmont Playboys, The Mystery Men. And uh, 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 I see Night Ranger. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we did play with Night Ranger. <laughs> that's so. That's that's hilarious. So, what are you, I, you have a better memory than I do? Oh well, I you know I just I do. Are you my reading homework. this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of those, do you have any really memorable performances, or uh, or do you have any other performances that really stick out to you? Well, when you mentioned the Belmont Playboys, they're one of my all-time faves, um, and they're just like a rock, rock straight-up rockabilly band. And, and actually, Mikey's lived in Atlanta for a long time. Star Bar was their home bar years ago. Mm-hmm. 
but when uh, when I started Aqualads, Mike and I became friends, and uh, Mike Hendricks, that is, and uh, we've played so many shows with them, and it's always great because they're such they're such a wild rockabilly band, and we don't take anything away from them. They don't take anything away from us. They're just great shows, and uh, we're it's probably in the eighty to ninety times we've played with them, and those are always just great. Wow, that's that's a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. We're good. And they have some killer instrumentals themselves, actually. They do. Yeah, at least on the records. I've never seen them live, uh, or at least that really? I can recall. Speaking of Atlanta, when was the last time you guys were down? Other than, uh, I know you played our friend James Honeycutt's house party, but uh, which, is a, which is a blast. But when was the last public show you guys played? It's a, It's been a long time. I would say eight or ten years uh, we played Starbar. Well, you guys did uh, Surf Fest one year. I think that was 2011. Oh, yeah. Well, the, I forgot about that. Is that was last that, time? Was that in Douglasville or something? No, or, it was uh, Clarkston. Clarkston, yeah. What can we expect at the uh, at the stop? Um, we've been running through... Uh, we've gone through all of our albums. And what I did is I, I asked each guy, I said, hey, man, pick four songs off each record we've ever done and let's learn them because there's some songs we haven't played in years. You know, we're still, we have a bunch of new ones that are still unfinished, but with, I was, I, I'm one for deadlines and, uh, cause if you don't have deadlines, you're never gonna get anything done. Well, we won't anyway. So, uh, we've got, uh, a bunch of old and a bunch of new, we're just going to slam them together and try to bring a great set down there. Keller. And you speak of deadlines, so you guys got a big one next year. Uh, what can we expect from the 20th anniversary besides maybe a full length? Anything, any other special events or things happening for you guys? Well, again, this year, I'd, st- I'd still like to do a, uh, a single or two this year. Um, I mean, we have five pretty much wrapped up right now, so I, you know, I'll take a couple off that. But I'm gonna, yeah, we'll definitely put a big show together and uh, you know, possibly have... Uh, a couple of ex-members come up, play some songs, and probably do a, a big retrospective, a big gala show with, you know, we used to do dancers called Aquanets, probably bring them back, Bum Playboys, maybe you guys, and just have a just have a big time. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for talking to us on the show. Thank you for having me, Chad. Yeah, I'm really looking, forward, looking to forward to having you guys down and uh, rocking Atlanta again. Oh, glad to be back. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, thank you. Thanks once again to Jimmy King from the Aqualads, who you can hear perform at the next Southern Surf Stomp, March 21st at Kavarna in Decatur, Georgia. They'll be playing with Ginky Ginky Panic, a newer band from Chattanooga, Tennessee, as well as Built for Speed, which is a Motorhead tribute put together by David Northrup of The Fugitives. While I'm not going to be playing Motorhead's Ace of Spades, although there is an interesting version from California's Surf Report, I will play you a tune of the same name by another legendary artist, of course, I'm speaking of none other than Link Red.
Hey, this is Bob with the Surf King Surfwear coming to you from the Southern Surf Stomp podcast. Check out our shirts and other items online at thesurfkingstore.com.
Following Link Ray's Ace of Spades, we heard another North Carolina group, the Crectones, with Crackstar One. Following that, Phantom Operators with Tiki Patrol, and thanks to Shane from the Phantom Operators for sending that one in. After that, we heard Bill Justice with his classic tune, Raunchy. We ended that set with Big Guitars from Texas with Breaker. Up next, we're going to kick off this last set with the High Fidelis and their tune, Black Dolly. But first, let's hear a word from our latest sponsor. Dig this! The Fringe Factory. Why don't you listen to this recording with interest? Tokyo, 4 a.m. in Russia, 1 a.m. in London, 12 p.m. in Sydney, 7 p.m. in Mexico City, 5 p.m. Vancouver, Canada, and 8 o'clock Jersey City. And now, folks, it's definitely suck it to me time. Fun vibrations. Every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. <laughs>
last two you just heard were both from Manor Astroman and their wonderful release, Ediac. You heard As Astralis Agora y las Estal Mortas into Myopia. Prior to that, we heard the Slicky Boys with When I Go to the Beach, and we started off that set with the High Fidelics and Black Dahlia. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Southern Surf Stompcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. If so, please recommend it to a friend or leave us a review on iTunes. Check us out online at southernsurfstomp.blogspot.com, Facebook, or Twitter at South Surf Stomp. Feel free to contact us with any questions, comments, feedback, or requests at chadshiversmusic at gmail.com. Thanks again to Jimmy King and the Aqualads, and as always, our sponsors, The Surf King Surfwear, The Longboard Show on WREK.org, French Factory on WFMU.org, and of course, The Penetrators for letting us use their Southern Surf Syndicate theme as our intro and outro music. We hope you'll join us again for the next Southern Surf Stompcast. <laughs>